Yo, this your boy DT on DT's Unfiltered, Uncensored. Please follow me on all social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram. That's DT underscore Unfiltered, Uncensored. That's DT underscore Unfiltered, Uncensored. You can also follow me on Twitter at DTUNFILUN. C-E-N-247 That's on Twitter I'm going to start a TikTok account soon So you can follow me on those two social media platforms You can also Google my DT Unfiltered Uncensored And you can see all my past shows I have over 20 shows right now And plan to have more in the future Thank you, continue to support me, thank you It's DT So what I'm starting now is a new series. It's called God, God's Talk. And I'm going to have me and my boys, we're going to do special shows, and we're going to talk about current events going on, talk about women, talk about stuff in general that us men talk about. You got girls talk, you have guys talk. And today I got my special guest, my boy. He's going to be doing quite a bit of my shows with me. Welcome to the show, TK. Yo, what up, what up? All right, TK, welcome to the show. It'll be DT and TK today on, on DT's Unfiltered, Uncensored on God's Talk. So, um, man, I'm, I appreciate it. I'm glad you joined the show today. Um, if anybody don't know who um, TK is, TK was actually on my show a couple um, weeks ago about the relationships, um, love, sex, and everything else. And um, he was part of the um, panel with um, Candy Girl, Yaya, Jules, Zay, and um, Jawan. And now he's here now. He's in Georgia. He's not in Texas. He's here back in Georgia, the homegrown state. Welcome back yes, to sir. Georgia, man. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. Well, you know, we've been talking about quite a few things over the last few weeks. And, you know, we've been talking about getting together to do a show and um, start doing some podcasts and put some content out there. So we want to talk about one thing. I know it's been a big issue lately. I've seen a lot of this going on social media. I heard about it on the radio. And um, here's the thing. It's a, something going out viral on social media, on Instagram, about a guy was bringing food to his son. <laughs> bringing food to his son, and his baby mama decided to expose him on Instagram. And I'm going to let y'all hear the... Um, let y'all hear the... Um, I'm going to let y'all hear the um, Instagram, the story. Then we're going to talk about it. Me and um, TK going to talk a little bit about it. Here we go. For my child. But I have three other kids. We have one kid together, but he only want to come and bring one thing to McDonald's. But what about my other kids? How come you can't feed my other kids from McDonald's, though? Like, that's bogus as hell like you're not finna sit here and make my other kids feel left out and you're only bringing one child something to eat look there he go and i bet you he only got one thing in there i bet you he don't even i'm finna expose 
out of him so people can see how he really is. It ain't more than it ain't more than enough food in that bag for everybody. What's up? Because I'm finna expose you. What? Because that don't look that don't look enough for all my kids. That don't look enough for all my kids. What is that? That's just one burger, one burger, one fry. What he like? What do you mean? Okay, what about my other kid? And day my baby daddy come here. Damn. Okay, 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 okay. So, I heard so many different point of views on this TK, and um, one of them I was listening to. Um, Kids 104 and um, Nina Brown decides she wants to bring up her logic that her son, if she goes to her son's school and it's situated like this, she don't bring him food to school if she don't have enough to bring the whole class. Then she went on to say that she thought the guy was wrong in so many ways, like you shouldn't treat children like that, but she did go after the woman for exposing the guy. Here's my take on it. And then, TK, I'm going to let you um, jump in when, it, when you want to. And I know you got a lot to say on this. I feel like he's not responsible for the other two kids. That's not his responsibility. Those are not his kids. He didn't um, conceive them. He has nothing to do with that. But see, what people don't know what the bad story is on this, I was told, what I found out is that she basically told him her son he was hungry so if my ex and if i had multiple she had multiple kids with my ex she has another child but it's not mine if she tells me my son is hungry my job is to feed my son my job is to go get food for my son that's my job is to get food and make sure he's hungry my job is not to feed little mike little karen <laughs> Little Sheila, whoever it is, that's not my job. That's not my um. That, that that's their father's job. Now, if I decide to bring food to them, that's a bonus. But it's not my job as a man, as the father of my son, to provide food for other kids. That's not mine. If I want to bring them food, I will. If I choose to, I will. If she came and said, hey, I'm home, my, all my kids home, the dads are acting up, they're not bringing food, I will then. At that stage, I'm going, I said, okay, I'll bring everybody some food. I'm not bringing her now. She get her own food, but I'm going to come bring food for the kid. But really, I'm going to bring food for my son. That's my take on it. You, you go, TK. <clears throat> I definitely agree with that take. Um, it's definitely not his responsibility um, to provide anything for those other kids now um i did hear another video she did where she said that you know they were still you know he she was still letting them fuck or whatever um so you know yeah, that's i didn't know that part so yeah me somebody didn't know. yeah so i mean but even so that's still on her you know what i'm saying like just you know you letting them fuck with no you know uh with no strings attached or whatever the situation is He's, that's, at the end of the day, he's still not responsible for taking care of nobody else's kids. Now, you know, it would have been a good gesture um, if he, you know, if he was to bring or feed, decide to feed the other kids. But, you know, he's not necessarily obligated either at the same time. So, um, but I think maybe, you know, somebody else was saying that I was talking to about it was maybe he could have, um, you know, picked the child up and took the child to, to McDonald's or whatever and, and did it that way. 
and now you know I, I maybe you know I, I I could see that you know I I could see maybe you know he could have done that as well. Um, depending on I don't know how young the kids were, um, you know, and sometimes um, younger kids may not understand if you just bring in McDonald's over or whatever they may. Um, you know, so I mean, I can I can understand the situation from the kid's uh, point of view, and so maybe he could have just picked the child up and took him to McDonald's or whatnot. But um, ultimately, yeah, he's not necessarily obligated if he decides he doesn't want to do that. You know, if she if she has an issue with it, she can go feed her own kids. Exactly. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, I'm elaborate a little bit more. Um, if my child is hungry, I'm feeding my child. You, we, I didn't, even if I'm still hit, I'm still fucking you. That, 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 I, I'm not, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. not concerned about them kids. I'm not, that's, I, 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 I have nothing against kids. I have mm-hmm. nothing against, I, I, I coach sports. I've been coaching sports since 2009. I coached trout basketball. I started out with red basketball, with the travel basketball. I, I don't be a racket. I don't spend what, tons of money on kids going to tournaments, buying them food. So that's one thing I'm very giving. My players can tell you, as much as I don't spend on them, I probably spent the damn, close to damn 10 to 15,000 on my whole damn year, years of coaching, buying food for kids. When their parents didn't give them food. When they didn't have nothing to eat. When their parents think it's my responsibility to feed their child. So I have nothing against kids, but if you tell me my son is hungry and he needs something to eat. I'm going to go buy him food and drop it off. I have did that for my son plenty of times in the past. It wasn't his mom told me. She, she, his mom always took great care of him. So I ain't going to never let it. She always fed him, always had food. He never had no issue. But he wanted something to eat. And I said, okay, I'm going to bring it and drop it off at the house. At that time, he had a sister. But I didn't, it wasn't, he was, he hit me up. He called me. I don't have nothing against his sister. She's oh, she's an amazing young lady. I have nothing against her. I, I, I treasure her. But at that time, he was asking for something to eat. I'm bringing him food. Her dad was still in the picture. He was taking care of her. So I didn't need to bring food over there to her. They was fine. He asked me for this. That's my son. I'm going to do it for him. So I just felt like that. First of all, she exposing him. First of all, first of all, hold on. First of all, social media is getting really, really, really wretched now because it's always exposing people <laughs> yeah, on everything yeah. i mean that's all the term expose this expose that expose this and stuff like that and then it, it goes viral on social media then you have networks and radio stations running with this then you have idiots like nita brown uh giving her viewpoint when she always thinks she's right when now i really she's she never wrong she's never wrong and stuff like that <laughs> and stuff like that i miss wanda smith by the way but um and Wanda never made let Frank just see that's the issue with that. Going back to that, I don't want to talk about it, but Wanda Smith never let Frank always think he's right. Um, always uh, she always no 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 no. Hold on, let me phrase let me phrase that. Wanda Smith was never thinking she always was right. She knew when she was wrong. Nina thinks she's right about everything, and nothing she says is right. I think some of these guys done blew her head up because they think she she thinks she's just dying peace and stuff like that, and nobody really cares about her on radio station. But I'm, I'm gonna leave that alone because she don't, <laughs> she made me mad about some stuff. Some stuff she just she just say some stupid stuff on her show, and she thinks she just uh, knows everything. Like she's the book of knowledge. But back to this, I'm gonna try. This gonna be the last thing I'm gonna say about this. That man is not responsible for feeding no other kids unless he chooses to choose to spend his own money. 
And he, if he wants to bring them food, he bring them food. Everybody need to let that go. Stop worrying about this man. Stop beating up on this man because he didn't bring the other kids food. And he was selfish and that inconsiderate. And that's how men are. And that's how I kept hearing. That's how men are. Men all like this man. Dirty. Man, he know he was wrong for that. No, she slept with all these other guys. That's her fault. Y'all, so women always seem to love to always attack the man because we're not doing what you think we should do. It's not about that. It's not about y'all. It's about the kids. And he conceived the child. That child was, he didn't conceive the, uh, Mike and um, Lil, um, Lucy or whoever they, he didn't conceive them. He conceived the one child. So he's not responsible for the other two child. And if their dad don't want to bring them food, that's your fault. Go in the kitchen to cook. <laughs> then, I, then I heard yeah, somebody yeah. talking about he should have went by um he should have went by little season by the five dollar piece. No, so he got to go spend uh. less. <laughs> he got to spend less on his kid just to satisfy two other kids. No, women stop right. always thinking men supposed to do what y'all think they're supposed to do. We're responsible, and we conceive the child. We're responsible for that one child. We're not responsible for every other child in that household. Stop saying we men are mistreating kids. No, he's not mistreating. At least he was man enough to bring his child food because it seemed like the other two daddies wasn't a man enough to bring their child food. So she should be exposing them, not exposing exactly. them who feed his kid. That's a good point. I didn't even think about it like that, but you're absolutely right. You know, women have to learn how to take accountability and stop trying to blame men, um, you know, for their mistakes. You know, again, I mean, that's a good point you made. You know, where were the other two? Um, fathers that, up. yeah. What were the other two fathers at? Why you didn't call them to tell you to bring them something to eat? So, um, that was a great point you just brought up. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So we we ended on that. We we set our points on mm -hmm. that. And we had some women here. To, um, you know, if we had Candy Girl, yeah, yeah, someone. <laughs> we probably would. Yeah, yeah. But we know Candy Girl probably had something. Well, we know how she is. But um, so our next topic is. You see, our next topic is going to be about what we just heard about R. Kelly. Hey, R. Kelly was sentenced to how many years? He was sentenced to 30 years. Goodness gracious. 30 years in jail for what he did. Um... I'm going to let you start off on this, um, TK, <laughs> and then I'm going to chime in because I, I start off on the first one. So what are your takes on what happened with R. Kelly and everything? How, how, what's your take? I mean, he's, a, you know, he's, you know, I love him as an artist. You know, I'm a, he's going to always be one of my favorite artists as far as music-wise. Uh, but, you know, definitely very disappointed. Um in his actions and um the things that he did as far as um you know with these with these young women um you know it's you know people don't it's a it's a it's a deeper issue that's going on here you know he he definitely uh definitely needs some help i don't think prison is necessarily going to re rehabilitate him um you know and i think that's the easiest thing to say a lot of times is when situations like that occur you know just lock him up throw away the key you know yeah, I mean, but the thing is, I agree with. I mean, I agree with that. He he definitely deserves some responsibility. I'm not saying that he doesn't belong in prison. Yeah. But at the same sure. time, you know, I just think it, you know, mental mental health is real. Um, and you know, he's 
obviously been battling some issues for a long time. You know, he was, I believe he was molested by his sister or auntie or somebody when he was younger. So, um, you know, I think that played a factor in that, even though, um, you know, he definitely deserves a lot of responsibility. You know, he's responsible for his own actions. Um, but I do believe he needs, he definitely needs some help. I would like to, in addition to him being in prison, I would like to see him get some, um, some treatment as well, which I believe, um, I believe the judge did state that he is required to, I guess, see, uh, some type of therapist or something like that. So, um, I don't believe just, again, just, um, locking somebody away and then once they get out, they start back doing the same or showing the same behaviors because, you know, prison or jail doesn't rehabilitate anyone, you know. Um, a lot of times when these people get out, they go back doing the same thing they was doing before. So um, I think that, um, you know, we need to focus more on the re rehabilitation uh, aspect of it. Um, but, you know, he did some sick things and, you know, he does definitely need to pay for his crimes. He deserves everything that's being handed to him. Um, so 30 years is, is definitely what he deserves. But in the... Uh, in addition to that, I would like to see him uh, get some help. Okay. Okay. I'm going to piggyback. I agree with everything you said. Um, to a certain point, uh, let me put it like this. He deserved, um, he deserved the time he's getting. Um, I'm a big R. Kelly fan. I'm going to be honest. Like, I love R. Kelly music. I, I I know people go criticize me. I still play your stuff. I still listen to R. Kelly music. That's not going to change because the music is, uh, I mean, he's a genius. And it's a lot of music that y'all listen to right now. R. Kelly wrote. So, well, you go stop listening to that artist, sing that song. So, I, I, I love his crap. I love his music. He's one of my favorite um, male R&B artists of all time. He's probably in the top five, um, possibly top three. Number one, it's uh, uh, number one is Michael. Number two is Usher. So um, he probably right there. Number three, number four. Um, to me, I'm gonna play like them play devil's devil's advocate in a way. R. Kelly should have stopped while he was ahead. <laughs> and y'all gonna be mad when he said that. R. Kelly should have stopped <laughs> back in the nineties. He should have stopped. He should have realized they gonna catch up to you. You're not white. You're not Donald Trump. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get away with. It. <laughs> he knew it was going to catch up to him. He should have left that shit alone. Left that shit alone, alone, a long time ago. R. Kelly kept pursuing and kept replacing. He was replacing and repealing these girls. And I hate to put it like this. Don't take it the wrong. Now, please, please don't get mad at me. I'm gonna say how I feel. I'm filtered. I'm censored. He should have not. He was he, when they got too old. He kicked into the curve and he replaced one young. He knew that it was going to catch up to him. He knew it was going to catch up to him. He should have left it alone. But unfortunately, he didn't. Um, he should have planned his money. He's, the whole thing, I heard it was like girls locked in a room and stuff. Like, see, it's certain things you could do to me. It's certain things you could do. He did. He was going extreme because of who he was and the status and the level of on celebrity he was and he was taking it to the next level he didn't just he didn't just chill at one level he got to the point he was holding them in basement locking them in the houses and stuff like that i mean r kelly what the fuck man come on what what 
you you knew this shit was going to catch up to you, but you continue to do it. So now you got to pay the price. And like I said, I love your music. Your music is amazing. You got like the Chocolate Factory album is one of my favorite of all time. I, I love watching Trapped in the Closet and stuff like that. I think that was actually some memorable message about the women you had trapped in your house. I'm gonna be honest, I I really do. Trapped in the Closet, I really think that what it was and stuff like that. And he kind of in the per if I'm not mistaken, the guy got caught in the um music video too. So hell, my uh, R. Kelly was just predicting his future. But um, it's a shame that he got put in he's in the situation he is in now because he had he had another good 20 30 more years of his career legitimately he'd been making hits i mean he would have been writing hits for people making more music because people would love r kelly love everything r kelly does because his music was priceless i see him in concert and the time i did see him in concert luckily i could be honest i was the only that was the first concert he came he was on time because everybody yeah. else tell me r kelly normally two hours late he was actually on time for this concert so i was pre i would appreciate because everybody said man he was early i like yep he came out on time so that's what I'm gonna say about that. He got 30 years. He probably should have got 40, probably 50 and stuff. But he got 30 years, and then when he come out, he can't deal with no minors and stuff like that. So that's really gonna fuck up R. Kelly's mind and stuff like that. I'm just being honest. I'm just keeping it 100. It's gonna mess up his mind because now he can't go after no young girl. I guess he go to stick with the age of 18. That's all I gotta say on that. You guys, you wanna chime in on that? And again, like that's why I said before. Even when he gets out, um, you know, until, unless he seeks that help that he needs, you know, he's basically going to either go lose his mind or go crazy or, or figure out a way to exhibit the same behaviors. Um, and like you said, he, he should have stopped while he was here. He got off the first time, and um, I think he had a case uh, where I guess he, you know, he peed. I guess he allegedly peed on somebody or whatever. And I ain't going to say allegedly. He did. but so, And uh, that was in Chicago. He got off on it. And uh, I think after that, you know, I guess he felt like, you know, he was unstoppable. Like, he could just keep doing the same thing over and over again. So, and again, you know, he had enablers around him, people that's enabling him. Not Nobody's telling him. Oh, too many yes people. That's yeah. Like, too many yes yeah. people. That's the issue. Nobody telling him, you know, especially, like, people that depend on him for money, like, financially. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you know, you know, if you wanted the yes man and you get you get paid from him, like, you know, I'm going to be pulling him to the side. Say, man, you don't need to be doing that, you know. So, he, he never had anybody telling him anything. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. I'm gonna say with you, I'm, I'm telling, I think he had people, certain right. people, but they was he fired them when they. Told oh yeah, him, yeah, yeah. They, he fired yeah, yeah, them yeah. when they told him what he didn't want to hear. So like, mm -hmm. he didn't have enough that teamed up against him. Like saying, "Hey, Kels, man, you gotta stop. You gonna get caught in this shit." And Kels like, "Do you see who the fuck I am?" Do yeah, you yeah, yeah. Who? He probably said something. Like, he got I, I just say that. I can just see him saying, "You know who the fuck I am?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Motherfucker, R. Kelly. I ain't gonna get caught in this. Motherfucker, you know who the fuck You motherfucker, <laughs> yeah, yeah. fight. That sounds like something R. Kelly probably would have done. Yeah. I mean, he definitely, the cat needs some help, man. Like, you know, I, I don't, you know, I don't get it. He can have any woman he could in the world. You know, I've been to his concerts. You know, concerts is, is phenomenal. Um, and again, I'm going to miss him as an artist. You know, like I said, I'm going to continue to listen to his music. But this is very disappointed in, um, you know, just very disappointed in him. You know, there's a lot of people I read that said, oh, I'm not listening to more R. Kelly music. I'm, I'm stopping. I'm I'm I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I separate personal from business mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Like I hear a lot of people say, I can't listen to Michael Jackson no more. You don't lost your damn. Mind. I'm listening to Michael Jackson. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all got to uh, yeah. separate the two and stuff like that because that's your business side and stuff like that. Hell, people talking about they um they, they ain't like what's his name was um was it um Jared 
um, from um, um, who did the um, down subway commercial, but y'all still eating that oh, subway. Yeah, yeah. Y'all still eating that subway. People talking about ain't like the um, dude from um, Papa John's who called on um, use the N word, but y'all still eating that right. Papa John's. Right. So, and don't say it's just apples and oranges. It's the same that they both all did something stupid and they like, well, I don't know about Michael, but I know R. Kelly. We got to prove him for R. Kelly. But they all did stupid stuff in life, but you want to say you can't, you won't listen. I guarantee everybody, and they're they not telling you because they post it because it's on social media, so it's always about an image. They post, I ain't listening to no more R. Kelly stuff. I guarantee you don't <laughs> listen to uh, I Believe I Can Fly or um, uh, what's that? Um, keep it on the download. You listen to something like that or your body's calling me. You don't listen to some R. Kelly music. And I guarantee it was playing on the web. Well, depends on what station it is. I know some stations won't play R. Kelly no more and stuff because of what he did and stuff like that. I understand and respect that. That's a business. They they don't want to uh, show their support. But I guarantee these same people have listened to R. Kelly music and said, I ain't listening to no more. Your ass still playing that car. You still playing in your radio right now. But you you post, oh, I ain't listening to R. Kelly no more. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm done. I'm banning him. But you're on the, on your body's calling me. Your body. I guarantee. I guarantee. Well, he guarantee. Wrote, well, you know, he done wrote music for so many people. So, I mean, you, you, you supporting them in some type of aspect. Exactly. You know? So, mm-hmm. um, now, um, hold on, y'all. Same people saying this. The same one still listening to Nicki, Nicki Minaj. But what her boyfriend got on her husband's arrested for for that child stuff on um, child pornography or whatever he did with on um, child molestation charges. But y'all still listening on Nicki Minaj. You still playing Nicki Minaj. You still working her concert. But she's married to him. So don't come up with the don't BS. I thought about that was her R. brother. Kelly. That was I thought that was her brother. Was her that? brother. I thought it was her husband. Oh, it could have been a brother or husband. It, it's somebody, yeah. But they still related yeah, to yeah, her. Yeah. No, I think it's I think it's her husband and yeah. stuff like that. But uh, guys, yeah, because I seen somebody post about the other. But y'all still rocking with Nicki Minaj. Y'all still listening to Nicki Minaj. So don't come at me saying that. Hey, I can't listen to um R. Kelly because what he did. Wait, but you still turn on Nicki Minaj and listen to Nicki Minaj. And her, she she's married to him. So let's not let's not do that right now. So yeah, I'm continuing to listen to R. Kelly. Just want to let you know. I'm going to listen to R. Kelly. What's up, everybody? This is your smooth, soulful songstress, Aaron Stevenson. And you're listening to my homie, DT, unfiltered and uncensored. Hey, hey, yeah. Yo, so TK, as you know, the other day we had the um, NBA uh, free agency. And we had a, quite a few players. Some moved around, some did. Some, um, you know, had some players went to a whole new team. Um, some of the, I'm gonna tell you who I think made the biggest, best moves. I, I think the Atlanta Hawks. I'm gonna get them props on the, uh, the move they made on the uh, Hawks that they made. I think they they helped their backcourt a lot with um, Murray and Young now as a backcourt, which I think will help them tremendously. Um, some of the other. Um, Moves I seen happen is all this not moves, but all this money thrown out. I mean, mm-hmm. they gave. I, if I'm not mistaken, Jokic got like a two hundred and seventy million five year deal, or something like that. Um, it's just like money just getting thrown out. They gave Zion, they renewed, they gave him an extension. The man has barely played oh, <laughs> half that. a season of basketball. I that. And they they just giving out money. I'm just, I'm just like this. So y'all like damn. Um, and then the whole Jalen Brunson thing, and I, 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 I know I was on social media going crazy over this because I really thought um, Jason Brunson wasn't um, worth the money they trying to pay him for a guy who never been received one vote 
in the All-Star for an All-Star player. He didn't receive he, – he just started halfway through the um, – I think they say he just started halfway through the season with Dallas and then the playoffs, and they throwing out uh, almost 100. Uh, like, he getting paid $25 million, a little over $25 million a year for four years. And I, I think he's going to be a bust. That's just me. I think he's going to be legit. I think he's going to be a bust. I think they overpaying him. That's just me as um, looking at on outside looking in. I just don't think he's going to be live up to that $25 million because this is how I put it. People say that um, New York throws money out there. They, they do. They, they need a point guard. They really need a point guard. But, see, this I tell everybody, the reason why he was so spectacular in the playoffs, you playing beside one of the top five players in the NBA, Luka Doncic. He demands attention. He demands double team. Sometimes he demands mm-hmm. triple team and stuff like that. And then once he get the ball out of his hand, that gives Jalen Brunson or any of the role players available to score. Now he's going to New York where he got players who don't demand the same attention as Luka Doncic. They don't demand the same attention as a Giannis or LeBron James or Kevin Durant. They don't demand on Joel Embiid. They don't demand that same attention. They could you guard them one on one. So now you going to the team. So now you got to perform at the same level or better as you did at Dallas. And I don't think it's going to happen because now they go guard you one on one. They ain't going to on double on R.J. Barrett every blue move or um what's the other guy name um what's the other guy they just brought whatever his name is um play with New York Knicks. I know I forgot his name, but they not going to double him. They they go play on one on one, so now they go prove and show everybody the real caliber of player as Jalen Brunson is, and I guarantee by the end of the season, everybody go come back at on um, New York and say you threw too much money at him. I totally agree. Um, Jay, it's a it's a whole different ball game, you know, going to a different team um, when you're used to playing with Luca, um, where you're not um, getting as defended. Um, as you would um, just being, um, you know, the main guy, you know, like like D said, you know, they're going to defend you better going to New York. So I'm just curious to see um, if is he going to have that same success as he had in Dallas, um, because it's a lot easier, you know, playing with an all star um, where you're not the main focus. And in New, in New York, they paying you all this money. You're going to be the main focus. You know, you know how New York fans are. The expectations going to go up, and then it's the mecca know? of basketball. Right. I mean, New right. York is like. I mean, right. I know Los Angeles Lakers are big, right. but I think New York is actually bigger than the Lakers because it's where when you think when when growing up, you know, that's where it started. Up, when we thought about yeah, yeah. basketball, we thought about New York. We didn't think about we didn't think about Georgia. We right. didn't think about California. We didn't, we, didn't, we thought about Chicago, something, but we thought about New York. Everybody was in right. the best ball player came from the north so now you on a big stage it's like madison square oh Park. yeah 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 you on a big stage so let's see if he's going to show up and i'm gonna tell y'all y'all can mark my word right now because this is on my show i don't think he's going to show up i don't think he's going to average a lot of points i guarantee he'll average right around maybe 10 to 12 points a game and maybe three or four or five or six i don't think he's going to be that star yeah. player and it's going to be a waste of money yeah, i don't think he was worth it i don't necessarily know um i wouldn't as far as new york I, I I wouldn't have gave him all that money. Um, he was better off staying where he was, to be honest with you. He should just stay. He should just you know stayed in Dallas because, you know, I don't think he realized you know what's in store for him when he gets there. Like the the, the expectation level is just going to be at an all time high, and the, the pressure uh, that you're going to have like with fans if you don't perform the way you need to be performed, man. The New York the New York media is going is going to kill you. Kill him. 
him. You know, so much. and he just your personality. He just he seems so quiet and laid back, and so I don't know if he's you know I don't know if he's gonna be ready for that. Um, but I think you know, like I said, I, I think he'll be a decent player. I just I don't think you know um, I just don't think he'll be the player he was in Dallas. I'm gonna you know? say I, I, I'm gonna go move on from this and say because it's bigger uh, fish to talk about. But I think he was like average. I think he should have been like between the 13 to 15 million dollars per year player. Yeah, I thought that that's how much he been. And then let's see how you pr- um, improve over the seasons. Then we can look at the big money. Then, but that's just mean. I'm glad Dallas didn't throw no money out or really try to recruit him because I think they could. They, I think it's some good role players out here that could fit right beside Luka because. I thought um I think Colin Saxon, he's a free agent. He'd be fit good with on um, Luca. Um Anybody I felt like Patty Mills should have went there. Patty Mills went back to the Brooklyn Nets like a dumb idiot. Um but I thought Patty Mills would be in best there. Um so it's some other agents out here. Some people out here think they're better than Jalen Brunson. I'm gonna be honest with you, I can name ten players right now off the top of my head and well top uh, I can name ten players that I would actually put Above um, Jalen Brunson and those only people I can see making more than him. Kyrie, as much as I hate Kyrie, John ja, ja Morant, Steph Curry, Dame Dollar, Drew Holiday, Marcus Smart, Kate Cunningham, Darius Garland, CP3, Jamal Murray, Lamelo, Trey Young, Fran Van Vliet. All of them, I take all of them over Jalen Brunson. I'm being, and I'm not even a Trey Young fan. Everybody know I don't really care about Trey, but I would still take him because I think he'll be a better, he's a better player. But as a name I just mentioned, that been starting so much drama the whole NBA season, <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie. So, as we all know. Damn! Um, Kyrie opted into his contract with Brooklyn, which we all knew he was going to do that. I mean, come on. Everybody knew he was going to do that. I mean. Let's be realistic. He 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 wants to throw away thirty seven. Is it thirty seven? Thirty seven million. Thirty six. Yeah. Thirty seven. He wants to throw that away, and so like no no other team ain't gonna offer him that. And now since we know KD has requested a trade, now Kyrie wants to be traded as well because he don't want to run it back with Brooklyn, which he caused all this. Um. Now he wants to go to the Lakers. So um. I know that's a big thing, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna let you talk on this first because I know how big a <laughs> fan you are of, of LeBron James, mm-hmm. and I was discuss Kyrie. So, what are your thoughts on them trying to get him to LA? Because I already know we know you don't like Westbrook. I already know that. I mean, I'm a, I, I mean, I'm a Westbrook fan. I've been yeah, a yeah. fan since the rookie year. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna change that. I don't change my. T- I'm a fan of Dwight Howard. I've been a fan. I'm not gonna change. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what what position you at as like my favorite player at that time which is John is number one right mm-hmm. now. But what are your takes on this? And I'll chime in in a second. Um, from a basketball standpoint, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited as a LeBron fan, of course. Um, not necessarily a Laker fan. I'm a LeBron fan. So I follow LeBron wherever you go. So, um, so yeah, from a basketball standpoint, yeah, I'm very excited um, because they play well together. Um, if anybody can um, – can play well and, and feed off each other. It's, it's LeBron and Kyrie. And, you know, LeBron is at a stage of his life um, where, you know, he can he can defer more to Kyrie um, than maybe he would have uh, have done in the past. And I think that was Kyrie's issue previously was that he didn't appreciate um, what he had in LeBron. You know, Kyrie wanted to be the guy. I agree. Um, which is why he originally um, left. Um, I think now – 
you know, Kyrie's been on several teams, and I guess he now he realized, um, you know, shit that shit, I had it, shit I had it great where I was, you know, um, you know he realized the type of player LeBron was, and and again they just they they match and they fit so well together, um, so I'm just I'm just very excited to see because uh, I want to see LeBron get another ring before he retires. I, I I really want that so bad, and I think his best shot if is Kyrie. Uh, coming to the Lakers, um, you know, I, I know, you know, we, we got to get rid of Westbrook. I don't care what we do, be honest with you. I don't care what player we get, Westbrook got to go. And uh, they don't, the thing is, and it's not that I don't like Westbrook, he just don't fit with that team. It's, just, it's he don't fit, you know, it's just not a great fit. Um, Westbrook will play, I can see Westbrook going to, maybe going back to the Thunder, um, going back to the Horn, going going to the Hornets, you know, just well, he got they like they got Lamelo, so that wouldn't work. But uh, he needs to be somewhere where he can have be surrounded by role players, and he can be the main guy. He just don't fit with that team. I'm just not a I'm I'm not a big Westbrook fan, but I do I I do like that he's a hard worker. He's a um, he's gonna give it all he got. You know, so that's one thing I can say about Westbrook. He's not gonna cheat you. I don't think he ever. I don't think he ever That's missed. So when he shoot threes, he'll cheat you. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think he ever missed a game. Like I don't. I don't think he ever misses a game. I think well, he, he missed some games. So, like, he don't miss more purpose. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, he ain't gonna cheat you. You know, he gonna give you a hundred and thirty. You know, every time he play. You know, um, so I mean, I, I I just love the way he plays the game of basketball. But with my guy LeBron, he got to go. You know, I trade him for a bag of potato chips at this point. He got he got to go. You know, I would have took I would have took John Wall over uh, Westbrook. You know, I would I would have I just don't he don't fit well. Like, you know, he can't shoot. You know, uh, we need shooters. Lebr- uh, LeBron needs to need shooters uh, to be surrounded by him. So with Westbrook being on the court, he don't play defense. He don't shoot well. He don't shoot free throws well. He don't. You know, what does he do well? The only thing he does well is maybe he he can he can pass the ball. But he has the worst hands of a point guard in the NBA, you know. And uh, no, he can't hold on to the ball for some reason. The ball just. I think Marcus Smart is worse than him. I don't know if he has lotion on his hands or, or baby oil when he's dribbling the ball, but he can't seem to hold on to the ball. Like, but okay, okay we're not gonna use. Okay. Gonna use, we're not, we're gonna use well, let me stop. Like, but I, but I'm excited about Kyrie. I'm gonna focus on that. I'm well, excited well, about and, Kyrie. And officially be yeah, yeah. Let's go back to this. Let's yeah, go yeah. To this. Let me talk on this. So I'm going to express my opinion on this real quick, and I'm going to make this uh, kind of short and sweet in a second real quick. <laughs> Try not to um, spend too much time on Kyrie, as a player, is amazing. Talented. One of the most talented players of our, this generation. Not of all time. Sorry. He's not one of the most talented. To me, he's not one of the most talented players. You know, love, people love to say that he's most skilled. He's probably one of the most skilled of all time, but he's, to me, not one of the most talented. He probably one of the most skillful players of all time, but not talented. Because to me, talent says more than just um, shooting and handling the ball. Right. Um, he's he he's not really he's a liability on defense. He don't really play defense to me, in my in my opinion. Um, his biggest uh, accomplishments with teaming with LeBron, LeBron helping him win. I know everybody say it was because of him in the NBA Finals where they won. No, it, it was in a way, but it was because of LeBron that y'all made took y'all ass to the NBA Finals. Because without LeBron, you would have never had the opportunity to, to help the team win. So really, let's give that credit to LeBron. It wasn't to uh, Kyrie. And I'm not a LeBron fan. You know this, TK. I'm not a LeBron fan. I love LeBron out the court, but on court, I'm not a big fan of him. I respect this game. He is one of the greatest players of all time. He is in the top three. I have officially put him in my top three. 
three. He's still not number one or number two. He's number three on my list. That's just my list. Everybody else is a little different. <laughs> he hasn't passed Kobe. I'm sorry. Kobe, it's going to be hard to pass Kobe. Kobe stayed with the same team. Jordan stayed with the same team. They weren't all their wings, rings with the same team. Sorry, it's going to be hard to pass that. And then Curry, Curry get another ring. He's going to knock LeBron out of number three spot and take the number three spot. Jalen, you know that right now. Curry wins. What? Curry can't. If Curry wins another ring with the Golden State Warriors, I'm letting you know right now, he has moved up to number three on the what? list. What? Yes. That's mine. Yes. We're going to have a conversation about that one day. <laughs> yes, he has. Because that, that's five rings he got, and all with Golden State. So, um, let's leave that alone. But back to Kyrie. Kyrie is a toxic mess. Kyrie brings all the drama to him. Everybody likes to defend Kyrie. They want to turn it on the league. They want to blame these GMs, blame these teams. I seen this guy post on Facebook the other day, and I responded to him. He told everybody he loves seeing team players jump from team to team. He said, it's not the player lead. It's not the 90s no more. We ain't letting the GMs run everything because they're no, they not trustworthy. I came back and told him, said, hey, first of all, it's not about some teams are crooked. Some teams are not trustworthy. But there's a lot of teams out here that lure towards their players. Let's go. Golden State is one of them. Um, Milwaukee is another one. Um, who else I could say? It was somebody else. I was, it was a couple other teams. Dallas. Um, Mark Cuban lower towards his players and stuff like that. So there's a, quite a few teams out here that coach that they are lower towards their players. Phoenix, the same way. So it's something out here that, that's that really there for their players. And I'm gonna tell you that people make a comment. Brooklyn let KD have whatever he wanted. They got rid of the coach because of KD. They brought because of KD and Kyrie. They brought James Harden because of KD. They traded some good players for goddamn James motherfucking Hart Harden. That <laughs> they traded. They brought now. DeAndre Jordan. They probably DeAndre Jordan to the team. They all this, and everybody still wants to attack Brooklyn. It's not Brooklyn. They gave them the red carpet. They ran with it. Now it didn't go the way they wanted to. They want to get out of Dodge. Now they're going to be left high and dry. They should trade them KD and Kyrie over fucking seas. Send their ass to Japan. <laughs> That's just my point. Of, I they, I see all this. Well, these are my wish list. Fuck your wish list. KD yeah. got. I love. I think KD one of the greatest players of all time. Fuck your wish list. You got a four year contract. Hey, Detroit. Hey, Orlando. Hey, Sacramento Kings. Are y'all interested? See your ass up. <laughs> Today is <laughs> Fuck Phoenix Suns. Yeah, yeah. Fuck the Chicago Bulls. Fuck the uh, Miami Heat. Ain't seen you know where you wanna be at. Kyrie. Kyrie's a different story. Kyrie got one year. So it's kind of like you got to, no team ain't going to take him. But KD got four years. KD, you wanted all this. You the one wanted, you brought this uh, council onto the team, this toxic little motherfucker named Kyrie on the team. He been, he didn't want to come to the bubble because he wanted to talk about um um justice, her, um, black power and justice and stuff. I ain't got nothing against that. Um, I ain't saying nothing against that. But he was talking about he got to stand up for his people and it's not the time to be playing basketball. But your ass was he nowhere out there protesting. We didn't see no there with no flags or nothing, no banner, no t-shirts or nothing on the street. Your ass was sitting at home. You just didn't want to go to the bubble because you care more about yourself than you cared about the team. If I, and I, I would, I would, I'm going to tell you, I would have had his back. 
I would have had his back if he would have been out there protesting. He would have been out there marching. He would have been part of the, the solution. He was part of the damn problem. Then he took out. He didn't want to kind of work. He wanted to have private practices behind Steve Nash back. He wanted to fire Steve Nash. He said they didn't need to coach him and KD could do it. Nigga, don't y'all can't y'all can't even get out the same second round. How the fuck y'all gonna have a coach? Y'all can't even get how the, no, how the fuck can you want to coach a team? You can't even get your damn team out the second round. You got swept. Yeah, then you then you can't get down swept. You got cannot swept. get swept by the Boston. I know the Boston are great. They're a great team. But you down KD and Kyrie, two of the so-called top, they probably be two of the top ten players in the NBA right now. And y'all get swept by the Boston Celtics. That can't happen. Kyrie is toxic. Kyrie is so damn toxic. I've never been a fan of Ky- uh, Kyrie. Not even when he first got drafted. Now, I don't even like Duke players in the first place. But I, he's toxic. He's toxic. And I, I, ju- I just, I just, I just, I, I, I'm tired of that. Him going to uh, Los Angeles. I know how much you want to split up um, Westbrook from um, uh, LeBron. I understand that. I don't want him going out because I don't want him getting no chance. I don't want to have no chance of winning another ring. I don't want him winning another ring. I want him. I want this to be his last contract. I don't want nobody to even offer him big money. He need to go somewhere. He don't need another ring. Fuck that. I don't give a damn. I I, I rather LeBron get another ring without Kyrie. But speaking speaking of that, real quick, um, but you brought yeah, what's up, up? Which you brought up the word toxic. Uh, and before I even ask you this question, I just want to say, keep in mind Westbrook and Le- and Durant. When they played together, they took Golden State three. They was up three one, so um, I think you know Westbrook. I think Durant can play well with anybody, and I think that'd be a perfect uh, fit. Um, I'd rather KD go to down yeah. Los Angeles. You know, <laughs> KD and LeBron team. I really don't get another ring together, even though I, go, I think it'll tarnish KD career. Yeah, I think it really will. But yeah, I, I want to definitely ask you this question real quick. Um, What's up? I seen you tweeted. Um, I seen you tweeted something about. Oh shit. About uh, toxic players. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read this out uh, for you. I want you to respond to it. I will. It says, Coaches, have you ever had a Kyrie on your team before? Oh, man. Just toxic. I am not going to lie. I had one on my team last season. I am not going to say the name, but once I'm done coaching, <laughs> I definitely will mention who it is on my podcast. Stay tuned. I got to, I, I got to hear this. What, can you want to respond to that? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, here we go. So it, it's funny that you bring it up because I have been getting a lot of messages from former players like, Coach, who are you talking about? Who is it that you're talking about? And see, this, I'm, I'm going to make it, I'm going to say it real quick because I don't want to spend a lot of time on this because I'm not going to mention a player name or players. It could be plural. Um, I did put singular, but it could be plural. Um, last year was a very toxic year for me. Not with everybody, but with few players. And, um, I was constantly blamed about a lot of issues that went on with the team, a lot of losses or this and stuff like that. But it was a lot of talk behind my back as a coach. And um, I, it, was, it was to the point that I was like, it, I think I'm going to be honest, last year team made me want to quit coaching sooner than later. Last year team – is the reason why I don't like coaching no more. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna tell everybody that it was not. They the reason because I was happy that year I came into coaching. That last year, that team, my 2024 team, 
was part of the reason why I wanted to stop coaching basketball, period, altogether. That it made it turned it from enjoyment to work. And when I come to court, and I've been doing it since 2010, I done had some up and down seasons from rec to travel ball to GBL, um, middle school. I don't coach, help coach a middle school team. I don't have to up and down season, um, but last year was probably one of the most toxic years I had as a uh, as a year as a coach, and I, I tell all my players that. And one of my closest players I talk to quite often, um, Nick, who's on my current team right now, he's like a son to me. He know he knows he knows everything. Like I, I talk to him like a son. He knows my, of course my son knows everything too, but Nick knows everything. I talk to him more about it and. He don't know it, but nobody knows it. But this is the first time I'm telling everybody. Last year, team is the reason why I don't want to coach no more. It's the real reason why I hate coaching. Wow. And they 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 ruined it for me. And um, and it, I'm not gonna say the whole 2014. So if they y'all listen to this, it's not every single one of y'all dudes. It's not every single one of y'all because some of y'all still have a good relationship. I still talk with, but it's some of y'all I just don't. I can't. I can't tolerate. I really can't tolerate. I don't want to be in the same room with you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to have to do with you. And one thing. I don't hold kids back from their dreams and hopes and goals and stuff like that, but I don't I don't approve and listen to people being disrespectful talking about me, you, your parents, y'all starting dramas. I don't do the drama thing. That's one thing I don't do. I don't do drama. That's one thing about that. I don't start drama. I like to watch drama. Shit, I like to watch drama on TV. Shit, I like watching reality shows. I ain't gonna lie about that. I'm a reality show free, so I like to watch drama because I think it brings. <laughs> Money. Hell, now, if we could do a show about the 2014 turn into a real show, then motherfucker, start the drama. I'm, I, I'm all in it. If it make, I'm going to put it like this. If it making me money, I'll do it. If it ain't making me money, I'm not doing it. And coaching travel basketball wasn't making me one cent, so I'm not starting no drama. I don't mind scripted drama. Damn right. So we want to do a scripted drama, AAU team, and y'all parents talk shit about me. As long as I'm making money and getting money in my pocket, and my pockets are fat, and it's making me money, and my bank account looking different. Y'all can talk as much shit as y'all want to. Y'all can say, fuck Coach D. He's the worst fucking coach in the world. We hate that nigga. Y'all can say all y'all want to, as long as my bank account is looking different. But my bank account not looking different. Take your ass and go get the fuck out of my court. I don't want to hear shit. I, I'm tired. Of, I got tired of him. Parents telling me this is how the team should coach. This should be your starter. This is my son should do this. My son should do that. Some people think their damn child is LeBron fucking James. And not one of these kids is LeBron James. Some parents think their kids are better than the others. Then there's all this, I don't want this per- play with this player. I don't like this player. You're like, I don't want, I want to come back to the team this year. I'm fine. Like, I've been asked, are you going to come back and do a 2014 next year? If I do decide, if I do decide to come back next year, if I do decide to come back next year, I'm going to be very picky with the players I pick because I'm not bringing no toxic shit on my team. I don't want to deal with no toxic player. I want to have a good season. This year, I have had no toxic shit. I had a couple, you know, you're going to have issues with players and y'all going to have, y'all going to be at odds about certain things. And I understand that. But it hasn't got to the point that they had a group chat talking shit about me. Hmm. By 2014, had a group chat, they had a group chat and they were wow. talking shit about me. That's crazy. And so like that. And I, I, I'm doing this shit for free. It like, it like literally shit talking about me. It like, and y'all thought that was cute. They thought I got over it. I didn't get over that shit. I, I told y'all I was, I was getting over it. But I didn't get over it because it always shaking back in my mind like, do I really trust you? That's fucked up. 
And as much as the shit I did for some of them players yeah, on the yeah. team last year, and much of the shit I did for some of them players on the team, especially for uh, one player who may ask me, nah, I ain't gonna bring it up. I ain't gonna tell us. I'm gonna wait till I do my podcast because it's some shit I did for the players on the team last year. Um, and I regret recruiting some of them. I ain't gonna lie to you. I regret recruiting some of them on my team because it's turned around like it, it, it's, it's, it was too much. It was too much to deal with. And when I said toxic player, yeah, it was a it was a toxic player. I had to deal with. It's a toxic player. I'm not mentioning the name. I'm not saying no name. I'm not saying who it was because I had like 13 or 14 players. I'm not mentioning who it was. Y'all could assume who it was if you could. And somebody come back and tell you, say, Coach G said it was you. Coach G, I ain't told not one person, not even the people who slid in my DM on Instagram and said, Coach, are you talking about son? So I haven't mentioned the name. I'm not mentioning the name. I'm not going to say nothing because, like I told him, I ain't about to drum. I ain't starting no drum. But, shit, once I retire from basketball and I do my podcast on my years of coaching, believe me, it will be brought up. It will be brought up. <laughs> but I can tell you that 2014 year, last year made me not want to coach basketball again and stuff like that. And I had a lot of my friends and uh, who's in the coaching, and I had a lot of my players who coach. Like, Coach, you got to continue doing We love you. You good for the play. But it, they, they turned it from enjoyment to work. And when it turns into work, I don't want to do it no more. That's the problem. I don't want to come to. When I leave work, when I leave my 9 to 5, I want to leave it there. I don't want to feel like I'm leaving 9 to 5. And when I come to practice, I'm right back at starting with 9 to 5. Like I'm back in the office and I'm doing something. I'm miserable. Because when I work, when I do, when I work my 9 to 5, I'm miserable. It's a job. I'm, I'm, when it's time for me to get out there, I'm done. I don't want to come to basketball and feel the same down way. And I used to love it. I used to, man, I'm be honest with you, my, you, my TK, you, I used to love coaching. You used to know that. You know yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. I used to love it. Now I tell everybody I hate it. And that's mm. when you get to the point when you hate something, you don't want to do it no more. You're like when somebody do, don't want to play basketball no more. I don't force them like my son, he stepped down from, he don't want to play sport no more. He said, it's almost how you feel about coaching, dad. It's work. I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy it no more. And that's why I said, okay, I understand. You got to do what you got to do, son. Yeah, so I'm gonna leave it at that. But um, we can move on to something else. I'm gonna just leave it at that. that's all I got to say on that. I'm gonna leave it. On. Yeah, it, 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 I had a toxic year. Let's put it like that. It wasn't everybody, but I had a very toxic year, especially when we was in Florida. That was the worst toxic part. I'm sorry to hear that, man, because I know how well you enjoy coaching, and it's just to hear you say that, man, that's just that's that's uh that's heartbreaking, you know. Um, to feel betrayed by your players and have people talking about you and I know you're a great coach so um, and I'm gonna tell you yeah. really, I, I, I get that part. a lot of people I, I'm probably not the best coach of all time mm-hmm. I'm not probably one of the top 10 I probably, I, I probably make a lot of mistakes we are coach we make mistakes I don't probably call the wrong play had the wrong sub put the wrong people on the floor had the wrong people on the team every coach done did that and stuff like that so I'm never going around here and critique never say I'm, I'm just perfect I'm not perfect I'm not a perfect coach mm-hmm Y'all not perfect players and stuff like that. But the thing about it is, one thing about my 2014, a lot of times, they didn't take accountability for their mistakes. It was always, let's p- pick out what Coach D did. Then, of course, it's the parents up there in the crowd want to um, tell their players and, and their son in the ear, oh, Coach did it, Coach did it. Then they come back and tell the players and stuff like that. They're like, come on now. Y'all, you, you come down here, Coach, you ain't doing shit. You just sit up in the fucking crowd fucking talking the whole exactly. time. That's all you want to sit up and do. Like, you know what the fuck. You are, if you so big, go start your own fucking AAU team, coach your own, coach your own son. How about that? Go do yeah. that shit and stuff like that. Instead, you want to sit up in the crowd and run your fucking mouth. Right. And boy, I promise you. Y'all, y'all, say, you, y'all, gotta be, y'all you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have 
thick skin to deal with what you deal with, you know. You do, but I'm gonna tell you yeah. that y'all people, y'all really got Coach G fucked up. I'm gonna know. <laughs> I, I know I'm nice, but some people think they really don't know. <laughs> Boy, I ain't gonna say nothing. Sometimes y'all, y'all, y'all be, y'all really be want to put some hands on people. I'm be, I ain't gonna lie to you. I'll be wanting. But you gotta be, you gotta, be, you, then you gotta, you gotta be professional and all that shit. But fuck the professional shit. And, uh, Damn, but man. I know you only human at the same time, so. Yeah, that's it. But shit, sometimes, that's crazy. sometimes I get to the point. I'm like, y'all be wanting a nigga putting a hand on me, <laughs> like that. Cause I, ain't. I sometimes I, I don't, man. I'm gonna tell you on the years. I don't bit my tongue. I don't. Ooh, and everybody know I don't. I I don't bite my tongue. I speak the truth. I keep it 100 with you. But I don't bit my tongue on so many parents and so many players. And then the players are like not little kids, but the ones that are like 17, 18. I don't bit my tongue. And so I don't kick one of my players out the gym because he cussed me out. And so I told him, get the fuck out my gym. I said, and he said, he want to leave. I said, I call the fucking police to come uh, get y'all. Then you want a buck. I like, dude, first of all, I'm, gonna, uh, I'm not going to fight you. Because first of all, we, I'm not going to go to jail for being a child ass. I'm not going to fuck up my team. Because if I would have fought his ass, my team would have been down, but we would have lost the gym and everything. And then we wouldn't have nowhere to practice that and stuff like that. So it, they were trying to get him out the gym. I said, well, you, I said, you go over to sit all you want to. I said, I don't I could call the police to come have them come get escort you out the gym and stuff like that. So I done been through, I been through some Damn, shit. Damn, I ain't know you, I ain't oh, know you had all that. Oh going yeah, on. I had to been through some shit. And then um, um, he came back to me towards the end of the season because he wasn't on my team. His brother still was. His brother was still on my team, but he wasn't on my team. Came to the end of the season and apologized. He said he was he was wrong as hell for what he did and stuff like that. And I let him play in the one last tournament with us, but that was it. But it, like I, I don't I forgive, but I don't forget. But when you don't. It, nigga, it's like the shit that I went through. You know, yeah, man? that's shit a lot, dang. man. <laughs> yeah. That was a lot. That's a that lot. lot of people say you put up, you put up so much shit doing I, this. You got and, to, and you you doing it for free. It ain't like you doing it and you get paid. Look, especially, I said, especially when you ain't getting paid, and it's like you dealing with all that toxic ass shit. So you, toxic shit, and you dealing with parents who think uh, yeah, they yeah. know every fucking thing, man. It's, it's exhausting. It's really, mm-hmm. really fucking exhausting. And I it's like I got so many damn stories when I do my damn on podcast on damn culture. I got so many stories on dealing with uh, other culture who was stealing money and stuff like that. Who was under my uh, umbrella and stuff like that under my um, AAU team and stuff like that. Um, it just it, it, it having other coaches call me. That they they my coach showed up five minutes after the game start the players was already in the court playing and the coach what? showed up yeah the coach it was my team it was another team and I got a coach on, on, on called me another coach from another team said man I know about your project I want to let you know your coach showed up the game had already started it was already on, on floor the players was playing he walking up then he said the coach was walking in slow he wasn't even like hustling and I'm like this this type of shit it's niggas you bring on it like low life motherfucking niggas they bring on here and they're like that's why i said i had to let his ass go that's why i said I, that's why that's why you don't see my have a bunch of teams because you can't trust no one you don't know who's in it for themselves who trying to make money it took me like a damn two months to get the money from certain players from him because he kept dodging me that meant the motherfucker spit the money and he was trying to collect the money to uh, his paycheck to pay me yeah bullshit like that damn so yeah i have stories i have stories i have stories of another player who um um, mom and dad going through a divorce, but the mom, I think the mom liked me. So then the dad started acting like an asshole towards me, like legitimately, like complaining about everything I did. I came to practice, like I was blamed for. It. I, I had something. I was at one of my son's game. He complained to the on the director about me not being there for the game. And I had my son there. It's like it's shit like that. It's like it's like the dumbest shit I dealt with doing that, man. 
<laughs> they, they like I can't miss yeah, a game. Yeah. My son got a game. He can play. I I told I told him I said I told him after athletic director y'all can have this fucking team. I don't need this damn team. I told him you can take this. Team. my son mm-hmm. back. So this is his freshman year. I said yeah, that's more his, his basketball more important to me than um coming to the um coming to the game. But you know it's bullshit. It's so much going on. But um. We're about to wrap up the first hour. Uh, everybody, I want to let you know, if you want to follow me on social media, follow my um, podcast show. It's DT Unfiltered Uncensored. You can Google it, and you can find all my podcast shows from the previous, from the past. You can catch the after show because we got more to talk about. But, yes, just look up DT, that's Delta, Tom, DT unfiltered uncensored. You Google that, and you'll put up all my shows. All my shows will be listed um, and then you go follow, you get an after show, and you can become a fan. And if you want to be on the show, hit me up on, on social media, hit me up on Instagram, DT underscore unfiltered uncensored. Um, we're about to wrap up the first hour uh, show. We're gonna go into the after show. I appreciate everybody. I hope that you catch the after show on Apple Podcasts and all that. Thank you very much. You have just now listened to the most talked about podcast in the country. DT Unfiltered Uncensored. Thank you for tuning in and see you next time. Damn. Hey, man, so much shit that I don't deal with. People just, like, I always tell people that this shit is, this is not for the weekend. There's so much shit you deal with. What's up, everybody? This is your smooth, soulful songstress, Erin Stevenson, and you're listening to my homie DT, unfiltered and uncensored. It's DT. Yo, yo, yo! This your boy DT on DT's unfiltered and uncensored on my special edition of Guys Talk. I got my boy TK here with me. We just came into the after show and we just. We had a lot to talk about. We talked quite a bit about um, we talked about um the situation with the guy who bring his kids food from McDonald's and then the mom wanted to expose him because she didn't bring he didn't bring food for the other kid. We talked about R. Kelly. We got into the NBA um and um talked a little bit about me um coaching travel basketball and a tweet I put out that uproar my team from last year. But one thing I want to talk about in the after show is definitely we didn't I didn't get to discuss this and I really want to have this on the show is um Roe versus Wade when we when they overturned that shit man I'm gonna tell you this and I could talk a lot about this I'm for women rights 100 percent I'm behind it I don't think a man should be able to tell a woman when or when not to have an abortion or what to do with their body. Now, I'm against abortions. I'm going to let you know that already. Right off the bat, I feel like you only should have an abortion if it's by rape or incest by mistake. But if you lay in bed with a man, you you get pregnant, that's your fault. I don't feel like you should get abortion. I'm against it. I've been against it my whole entire life. But that's just me. I can't tell a woman what to do if she have get pregnant by a guy she's not interested in and she won't have a boy. That's her prerogative. But if you're my lady 
and you get pregnant, unfortunately, if we, by mistake, we're going to have the baby. I'm not, I'm not doing abortion. <laughs> I will take you to court, whatever I have to do. I don't believe in killing the innocent. Even though I know it's not a life yet, but still, to me, that's your fault. I know it's not like a hypocrite to say it's okay if they break, but it's different from being raped. You didn't admit, you didn't ask for that. Incest, you didn't know that was your cousin or brother. Well, it depends. Some people are freaky like that. But um, I'm against it, and I thought it was a horrible decision to overturn Roe versus Wade. I think the world is coming. It's crazy as fuck because we let gun rights and I'm a, I'm a, I'm a right to bear arms guy. I have a gun. I carry a gun. So I, I believe in the right to bear arms. But I think it should be strict laws behind you being able to carry a gun. That's just me. I think everybody should have to go through a certain background check to carry a gun. I don't think anybody should be able to carry a gun. Because every time I hear around here somebody a killing, a shooting at school, I pray on my son. I pray for my son every day that he go to school and he come home. And I hate to even feel like that. But there's so much craziness going on. And I'm glad I got a good son. I'm gonna say that I, I have a great son. He 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 does what he does what he's supposed to do. He's not out hanging with the wrong people. He's not easily a, he's not he can't um you can't persuade him to do something he don't wanna do. He's not that type. He he kinda I think he's someone he get that from me. He get that from my I'm not saying nothing wrong with his mom, but he get that from because it's it's hard to manipulate me. It's hard to convince me to do something I don't wanna do. Because I'm my own person. He's his own person. So, like, he gets on my nerves because sometimes he let it with me. But I'm glad he's that type of man. He always been that type of man. He been the type that he could do. He, you don't have to force him. You can't um, trick him into doing something. He ain't, he ain't duped by peer pressure. That don't work with him. Because if he feel like you're doing something wrong, he's not going to deal with you. My son is very, um, very smart. And... If he find like if you're doing something he disagree with and he don't like it, he'll stop being friends with you. I, his friends he haven't been friends with in years because right now they smoke, they drink, they hang with the wrong crowd. He don't like that crowd, so he's not gonna hang with them. So he go do his own thing. I respect that he's a young smart man, young smart black man. But I always pray for him every day, even when he leave work. When he, I get alert that he leaves work, I pray that he drives safely because I know the certain parts where he drives is a dead zone to my house. So I always worry. Tell him drive slow, don't speed. If you get um, the police um pull you over, um make sure you call me, put me on the phone and stuff like that. We'll keep the phone up there. But I want you to take care of yourself. And so um it just I just pray and it's just like I know they're going to another topic, but the Roe Ro versus Wade when they reverse that, it says a lot about this country and it says a lot about what's coming for it. And this is what you all get. In 2016, uh, when y'all voted the asshole into the White House, um, I guess I'm there. I'm, I'm a little, I have a little different take on it. Um, I do believe um, in women's rights. I do don't believe that a man should be telling a woman uh, what to do with their body. So um, I'm. I'm totally I'm totally against that. Um now just for me, you know, I have experienced uh, abortions in the past with uh my significant others. Um and I'm letting everybody know me and Mike been friends, <laughs> me and Mike been friends since 7th grade. 
I yeah, mean, yeah, yeah. It's been a minute. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And I just now found out this. I mean, man, Mike has been up and down like communication, but lately we've been communicating mm-hmm. every day. So I found out a lot about Mike, like he found out a lot about me. But go ahead, Mike. Yeah, TK, I'm sorry. And I didn't, you know, I didn't necessarily put no pressure on um, the person to abort. I never do that. I always tell anybody if that I get in a situation where someone gets pregnant, you know, and I don't want the child. I'm, I mean, if they ask me how I feel about it, you know, I'm going to be honest, you know, I'm going to be honest about how I feel about it. But at the same time, I'm going to tell that person, if you decide to have it, it's your choice. I'm, I will, you know, be there for you and take care of the child. So I, I definitely, uh, you know, will let any uh, woman know um, that I'm involved with or that situation arises that, you know, I, I'll definitely be there for the child. Um, but, you know, at the same time, I'm not going to, you know, if you, I'm going to be transparent with you at, at the same time if you ask me how I feel about it. I mean, nah, I don't want any more kids. Now, you know, you can sip, you can say, well, you know, you should have did this and did that to keep you from having kids. You're absolutely right. You know, I have made mistakes. And, you know, I do wear protection uh, when I do. All the time? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I mean, when you, you know. When you're, you know, when you, I've been in relationships in the past. No, you don't always, um, you don't always wear protection, especially when you, you know, get comfortable with someone and y'all in a relationship long term. So I mean, it, it is going to be times where you choose not to use protection, and and, um, and you know, your pull out game ain't strong. You know, I mean, things, you know, things happen. You know, know yours not <laughs> But I mean, um, but I mean, you know, at the same time, I, I you know. I am, you know, I do believe in abortion necessary. I, I believe in the right, a woman's right to choose. Um, now, that doesn't mean that women should go out here abusing it and, and just out here sleeping with this person and that person without wearing protection and just going to abortion clinic and just using that as a crutch, you know, just to say, you know, hell, I know, you know, I can, I know I can just go to the clinic if something happening and, and get rid of it. So I, I don't, I believe it should be tighter restrictions on it maybe, but, um, I don't believe it should have been overturned because I just think that just opens up Pandora's box um, for a lot of situations. I just heard about something on the news just recently, well, a couple of days ago, an eighteen-year-old, uh, eighteen-year-old kid uh, left that baby on I twenty, you know, um, and she ended up getting arrested. I didn't so, know that. Yeah, eighteen-year-old left their baby abandoned, left the baby on the side of the road on I twenty, and she ended up getting arrested. So. I just think this thing being overturned is going to open up Pandora's box. A lot of things are going to happen. A lot of situations when you start forcing young mothers to have kids that they're not ready for. See, she uh, need it. she need to feel know. just like R. Kelly got. <laughs> she probably will get it. I hope so. But when you know when you start forcing people to have kids that they don't really want to have, um, I think you're going to see a lot of situations like that happen. You know, you're going to see a lot of crimes being committed against children. Um, you know. People not thinking, people not looking at, uh, um, what's that, postpartum depression, you know. People not looking at, uh, you know, people going to be having abortions on the side, you know. You're going to have a lot of, you're going to have a lot of doctors making money uh, off the books on the side, you know, doing, you know, performing abortions. And it's no telling what type of risk that's going to impose on um, these women's bodies, you know. And you want to have a lot of women going out of town, going to other states where they do um, you know where they do uh, do abortions or going out the country and to have abortions performed. So if somebody wants to get rid of their child, they're gonna do it. You know, if I don't they care. Got money to go out right. the goddamn country to get an abortion. Damn. They got so, money. 
So yeah, somebody wants to get rid of their child, they're gonna do it. So I, I think ultimately it doesn't matter uh, what type of laws are are you know inflicted to prevent um, certain things like that happening, as far as pe- keeping people from getting abortions. Somebody's gonna they gonna people gonna do what they want to do. Uh, and again, you just opening up Pandora's box. Uh, people gonna again start harming their own kids. Gonna uh, start leaving their kids on the side of the road. You know. I'm so, gonna chime in real yeah. quick. Chime in real quick. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't know this. I did some research on it. I think you were one of the people talking about this. But oh. somebody else told me this. Do y'all do know that majority, the most people get abortion are uh, Caucasians, white women. I hope everybody know that. It's not black women. It's white women. Mm-hmm. And they 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 know these white politicians out here, uh, white men, Republican. Assholes like Donald Trump and um, 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 Brian Kemp, all these dickheads who um up in office, full of shit, dumbasses, uh, racist pieces of trash. Um, yes, I said it, racist pieces of trash. I hope y'all hear this. Yeah, they all racist. Um, fuck Donald Trump. I'm gonna say it one more time. Fuck Donald Trump. Um, they know in the next twenty years that white people are soon going to be the minorities in this country. And they don't want that. So that's the reason why they brought up to the abortion. So you white people out here should be more upset with them than us. Y'all should be more upset with these politicians than us. They're the one who's trying to stop you white women who don't want to have kids, who want to have abortion. They're trying to stop you. They want you to populate the country. You don't want it. But they want you to want. See, everybody, the thing about it is, people keep saying, they bring you, they say, oh, they trying to stop black people. Oh, they want black people to keep having kids. We're not the minor majority at all. Even, I think the Mexicans, Hispanics, I'm not going to say the Hispanics, I think they outnumber us in this country, if I'm not mistaken. So we're not the majority. We're not, we, we're the minority. We're still the minority in this country. It's just because when we talk major about, we in fucking Atlanta, Georgia. Damn, Georgia's fucking black as hell. That's what it is. Atlanta's <laughs> black as hell. Atlanta's probably the blackest damn state city. city. Yeah, just black. Yeah, chocolate city out of the whole damn country. So that's why it's such a big issue, major issue here. But you'll take your ass out of damn Nebraska or Montana or Wyoming or some of them damn shit ain't no that's white people they the one having abortions out there take your ass to texas that's fucking white people that damn white people and hispanics they ain't damn black people where's a lot of us there you from you being in texas you gonna test this it's more hispanics and got down white people in texas than us yeah so like so in california same thing but uh california is a lovely state because they they have they everybody have the right for their own self out there they don't try to monitor stuff that's why i'm gonna move to county but um um I'm just telling people, y'all gotta realize it's not black people, and so the white people they getting mad with the blacks. No, it's, it has nothing to do with it because y'all are right now the majority, and they want to keep it that way. So all these white women out here who want to have abortions, you no longer have abortion because these white politicians want to tell you what to do with your body, but they also don't want to tell us what to do with guns. They want to tell you how to control your body, but they don't want to tell us what to do with guns. So they don't care if you go shoot uh, a white kid go shoot up a school. Black school, white school don't make a difference. See, I told everybody, in order for something to drastically happen, they got to go shoot up in one of these schools where they keep, where their people at, like these politicians who are Republican. They got to go to these private schools where they got kids and stuff at and shoot up that school. And I'm not telling them to go do that. I'm just saying it got to be something drastic like that. Because what is most of this happening, it, it, to me, it's it, it, it crazy. And it seems like y'all don't want to make gun laws harder and stuff like that but y'all run around and see kids get killed and the first thing oh but that wasn't my kid i guess they ain't got nothing to do with us hey baby they ain't nothing to do with us but we still want our right to have guns ain't got nothing to do with these kids getting killed left and right at schools and stuff like that. but they ain't got nothing to do with it it's like we we stuck on stupid 
Everybody's stuck on stupid in this country. And it pisses me the fuck off. It really mm-hmm. does. It pisses me off. Just the shit that we go through in this country. And and the bad thing, and my auntie is a fucking Trump supporter. Oh. Oh, my God. She is a Trump supporter. And I ain't going to even mention her name, but I was disappointed when I heard that. She no, she don't like Obama. She never did. Say so he's one of the worst presidents we ever had. Wow. And she hate Biden. And she hates Stacey Abrams. But she loved Trump. And she loved Brian Kemp. I'm like, do you not... I'm not going to comment on that. I haven't talked to her since the day I talked to her about that. She don't know that's the one of the real reasons why we haven't really talked. Because I'm, I'm really disappointed that my family members supported Trump and loved Trump and stuff like that. <laughs> nah. What's the what's logic behind that? I'm trying to understand. Uh, she, she had a You know, well, we didn't even get into discussion about it because I didn't want to argue with my auntie because there's a lot of respect. I'm not going to disrespect my auntie over the phone. Mm-hmm. But we didn't even talk about it. I just knew that our conversation would be, we never we never have a conversation about it. Because <laughs> I got one auntie a diehard Trump supporter. I got one auntie who can't, well, allegedly auntie, who can't stand Trump on Republican. So I said, I told um, my family, I told my dad and them, I said, I need to have both of them on my show so they could debate each other, but they hate each other. So I, can't, I won't be able to ever get them on the show together because they don't like each other. They don't want to claim each other. And they're supposed to be sisters. But, um, allegedly. But I, I just think this country is doomed from the beginning because we just let shit happen. And I don't like nobody, I don't like white men telling white man or even as a black man or whoever tell a woman what to do with her body like i said i don't agree with abortions i'm against abortion but it's not my judgment to tell her she can't have abortion but if you if it's mine we're gonna have some issues we're gonna talk about this (laughs) because i don't believe in it (laughs) i totally understand man I, i definitely feel you on that um and again, you know, we definitely, you know, we both, we definitely both on the same page, ultimately, as far as um, the law is concerned that, you know, we feel like, you know, women should have a right to choose. Um, and I just think that, you know, it just goes against, um, just goes against the, the constitution that was, um, that was created. You know, it just, it's supposed to be, you know, the greatest country in the world, the land of the free, you know. And now we, you know, we get we at a place where we're telling somebody what to do with their bodies. Um, so just like this whole, you know, I know this kind of off topic, just like the whole, even the whole vaccine situation. You know, we telling people, uh, forcing people to get vaccinated. You know, telling people, you know, just, that's another that's another situation. Telling people what to do with their bodies. Uh, and see, I think at that point, me and you go, we'll be able to on that because I was vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, but I'm and just, I agree with yeah, you, yeah. Saying, but, but principal, I mean, principalities behind it, like you know. People shouldn't, you know, people out here losing their jobs and, you know, um, you know, you just basically, you know, you forcing people to get get something done that they don't want to have done. So I just think it kind of it's kind of in the same situation, you know, where we, we get into a point in this country where we're telling people what to do with their body. If I want to die, if I want to die of COVID, you know, if I if I if I if I'm OK with getting sick of COVID, you know, then that's my choice. You know, um, let me take my chances. Um so I mean that just that just that just where I am at it. I, I don't you know, I'm not against the vaccine. I'm not for the vaccine. Like I'm just I'm all about freedom of choice, you know. So that's you know that's where I, that's where I stand with that. Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a little different. I, I was for the um, mm-hmm. vaccine. I want I think everybody should have got vaccinated. 
Um, I did get, I got my both of my shots. I didn't get the booster. I know a lot of people got the booster. I didn't get the booster uh, shot. Um, that was just my preference. I didn't get it. Um, I haven't got, I haven't got vaccinated this year and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I taking my chances with with it and everything. Um, I did get COVID. Um, Christmas of two thousand and twenty, which is is twenty three. Yeah, I got, I got, had it then. Um, had it for a short period. I had it for seven days. It wasn't bad. Um, so um, it, like what some people got, it wasn't. And I'm thankful for that. I'm a bless, and I'm here to see. Hopefully, I'm here to see forty three years soon in a couple months. But yeah, so um. But yeah, telling people what to do with it. But I, I give with your uh, viewpoint. I understand where you're coming from. That I mean, some things I agree with, some things I don't. But yeah, we should not be telling a woman what to do with a body. And I felt like um, it. I don't know. I'm gonna just let it go because it pisses me. It aggravates me a lot of things that are going on, especially like June, January sixth. I haven't mm-hmm. watched none of that trial, and I think we should talk about it next time. I guess I'm gonna catch up on that because I want to discuss that because we need to make somebody need to put Trump on the on the sale under the sale, not in the sale <laughs> under the. Well, you really don't sale. like Trump. No, I don't like Trump. <laughs> Take him and his supporters and put them yeah, all yeah. under the sale together because there's a lot of people out here um, that diehard support old Trump. This Trump, oh, he's the good enough. <laughs> fuck Trump and fuck his supporters, and uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that. Um, so, well. I- I appreciate everybody listening to the first episode of God Talk with my boy uh, TK. Um, hopefully, we have more guests, and we got more guests in the future, and it's gonna be more lively. But I think we got we talked about it quite a bit. We said a lot. We got to say what we want to say on a few topics and stuff like that. It's been a great show, and like I said, if you want to listen to my show on live stream, it comes on every Saturday, 7 p.m. Eastern. Or 6 a.m. in the morning Eastern, if you're up there early, uh, on the Block 105 radio, you can find the podcast. I mean, you can find the um, radio station link on my Instagram profile. If you go to my Instagram, it's DTDT underscore unfiltered uncensored. You can follow me on Instagram, then you can see the link, and you can listen to my show every Saturday. Then all my shows are always uploaded onto this show every right after at 8.30. Uh, and I'm sorry, 18 after the show ends. But also, I'm going to start dropping more content throughout the week. So, it will be more shows. I'm going to do more shows with TK. It ain't going to be just all on the radio. It will be on here just to go out. Just to put content out there. We could talk about NFL coming up. I know the season about to start. And I guess I'm probably going to be pretty excited this year because I think the Dolphins are going to look a little bit better. Uh, just, fuck the Dolphins. No, whatever. <laughs> fan? Nah, sure hell no. Nah. Dirty Birds, baby. Oh, God. Oh, God. What am I? What am I? Damn! That's why I say for all um, ca- um, dirty birds fans, because y'all haven't seen the Super Bowl since I was in high school. Well, um, <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think we was in high school. No, <laughs> I think the, the, two thousand, two thousand sixteen. Uh, don't y'all want to erase that? Don't nah, you want to erase that? I do, but I don't. Twenty-seven to three. Don't you remember that? Don't you want to? Twenty-eight to three. Oh, well, you should, you should <laughs> love the shit at 27. I forgot, yo. Y'all need to go to Super Bowl then, but y'all, I don't know if y'all want to re- re- relive that because that was a very – and actually, you know what's funny? I was pulling for y'all last that year. I was yeah, pulling yeah. for y'all. you ain't like Tom Brady. I can't stand Tom Brady and the fucking New England Patriots, so I was actually <laughs> pulling for the Falcons, and y'all goddamn disappointed me that year. Y'all disappointed, and y'all couldn't – y'all had one job to do. 
one job to do. Y'all twenty eight three. All y'all do is play defense. And, and run the and run the damn football. And y'all turned into the toxic Kyrie team. I think and I almost cried that day. I think I was tear I, I, I was actually had tears in my eyes. I hope every one of y'all motherfuckers had tears. Yeah. I hope every one of y'all fans had tears in because that was a disappointing damn year. Probably I think they said I think they put it in the history as one of the top three worst um biggest um Collapses. Collapse in um, Super Bowl history. I think it wasn't. I think it was in the top three. I don't know which one it was. It probably was number one. It probably was. Y'all, y'all, that was y'all damn dirty bird. Y'all don't clean yourself and shit like that. But <laughs> um, yeah. So we're gonna have a shows about that. We'll definitely talk about um the NFL season coming up soon, and we'll talk more about basketball, current events, and stuff like that. You know, there's always shit going on in social media, especially with this shit with women want to put men through and stuff like that so yeah this is gonna be a man show and stuff like that so you know you have these girls talk out here and they talk about um men all the time so we're gonna talk about females and we're gonna get more into that in the future but this is your boy dt tk and you are listening to guys talk on dt's unfiltered uncensored y'all have a good evening you have just now listened to the most talked about podcast in the country. DT Unfiltered. Hey, you got to Yeah, I ain't get it next time. Damn. You said you're going to wait. you going to save it for your other shows. Oh, y'all can save that for one. Oh, shit. Hey, did you figure out where it was? What's the name of the park?